Can you believe quarter four is just a few weeks away? Whether you've been thinking about quarter four plans already or you haven't started yet, this episode will walk you through a few things that you should start doing right away to prep your food blog for quarter four. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey, food bloggers, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited that you are tuning in today because quarter four preparation is something that I really love talking about and really love getting ahead on. It may be the only quarter of the year where I feel like I actually start planning way far in advance, but that's because quarter four is such a big deal for food bloggers. Now, if you are brand new to the podcast, I'm so glad that you are tuning in to today's episode. And whether you are a brand new food blogger or you have been around for a while, planning for quarter four is something that you will start to see is a common trend that shows up around this time of year every year. Because again, quarter four is such a big deal for food bloggers. My name is Madison Wetherill, and I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios. Over there, we specialize in creating custom brands and websites for food bloggers looking to take their business to the next level. Now, if you have been considering a rebrand or a redesign in the next few months, then I would love to chat with you to see if we would be a good fit to work together. You can always go over to graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab to learn about how we work with clients. We also completely just redid our website, and so there is so much good information in there. There's a lot of frequently asked questions and just information for you to prepare for whether or not this is the right time for you to do this type of redesign and what you can expect. Now on a personal note, for those of you who do not know, I am currently on maternity leave. I'm recording these episodes ahead of time when I am still waiting on our baby to arrive. But at the time that this episode comes out, I will 100% for sure be on maternity leave just because of the dates that it falls based on my due date. So if you are wanting to get a little sneak peek at what that maternity leave is like for me, you can head over on Instagram at Grace and Vine and follow me there where I will be sharing more of those personal updates. And that's pretty much the only place that I will be really tuned into for the rest of my my leave, but my team is working hard to make sure that these episodes still come out, that our emails still come out, and that everything completely just keeps on running smoothly like it normally does. And we are also preparing for our clients that will be starting working with us this fall to have a end of year launch or a beginning of 2023 launch for their new brands and websites. So we're super excited for that. And like I said earlier, if that's something that you are considering, then I would highly recommend reaching out sooner rather than later so that we can get you on on our waitlist because we do have very limited spots available as I ease back into my regular work life as a mom to three. Lastly, I have been talking about this for a few weeks, but we are still in the middle of the Sizzling Summer Camp Challenge, which is our free quarter four prep challenge that we are running. It is an email that you will get every single week with an action item for you to prepare for your best quarter four yet. Now, like I said, this started a few weeks ago, but we do have a way for you to get caught up if you are signing up late. And it is not too late to sign up and really to start putting in the work that you need to do in order to make this quarter four your best ever. 
But you are also in the right place just because we are talking about that today. And like I said, I just love talking about quarter four. I've covered it in a few different ways on the podcast before, but whether or not you have started preparing, this episode is really going to give you just some high level things that you can start to do to prepare for quarter four and hopefully to see your best quarter four yet. So the very first one is to start planning your content. This is going to be a combination of the content that you're working on that is new and the content that you might be revising that is your existing content that does well in quarter four. So you want to make sure that you first start by planning the new content that you will be sharing because this is what is going to take you the most time. You want to make a plan for when you are going to do your recipe testing, your photography, and then your actual computer work of creating your blog posts and getting them scheduled. You also want to make sure that you review your top 10 posts from last year and make sure that everything is looking good. Go through these with a fine tooth comb to make sure your links are working. If you have affiliate links, do those actually go to products that still exist? Do you have related posts linked in your top content? And I would also recommend highlighting a freebie in these posts as well. You don't have to necessarily have a freebie for every single post that you have on your site, but especially your top 10, if you have a relevant freebie that goes with those, or you have even a seasonal freebie that goes with those, then that is a great thing to make sure you have set up. The second major thing that you can do to start preparing for quarter four now is thinking about how you want to optimize your website for audience conversion. That's a really, really wordy way of saying making sure that you have a plan for capturing the audience that will be coming to your site. It's very likely that you will be getting a lot of new users to your website in quarter four. The phrase a lot is going to be, you know, completely dependent on your site, the level of traffic you get and all of that. But regardless, most food bloggers are going to see an increase of users coming to their website for the first time during this period. You really want to make sure that your brand messaging is clear and is going to help capture your new audience. I always explain this in a way where you have kind of a larger circle that is all of the people that are coming to your website. And then within that larger circle of kind of all of the people, you have a smaller group of people who are your target audience, the people that fit within who you can help the most with your blog. You want to make sure that your logo, your brand messaging, which is basically the language that you're using throughout your website, your tagline, your content, all of that speaks directly to the person who you can help the most. If you are not clear on who that person is, what your niche is, who you can help and how you help them, it's going to be really difficult for you to communicate that with your audience in any way. And so this is often what people will end up coming to us and working with us on our branding package because it really provides this brand strategy foundation for you. And then on top of that, you're going to have the visual side of your branding, which is your logo and the graphics, the colors, the fonts, all of that stuff to really articulate that to the people who are coming to your site. This is actually a package that we do in just three days time. So if you are not feeling super clear about all of those things that I just mentioned, this is still something that you could easily turn around and do during quarter four. And it has such great benefits for you, not only in your confidence, but also in how you're able to attract that audience to convert on your website. So if that is you, please feel free to reach out and we can get you scheduled even before the really intense season of quarter four gets started. But regardless, we really just want to make sure you are putting that best foot forward when it comes to your brand messaging on your site so that someone who is brand new to your website immediately understands what it is that your site is all about and how they can be a part of it. So when I say how they can be a part of it, we really want to have a clear call to action and plan for how we're going to capture that new audience. Some things that you can do 
is to turn on a pop-up. This is something that a lot of people might not want to use year-round, but will utilize during quarter four to take advantage of those extra eyeballs on your content. And again, we're trying to just capture the right people to our site. Make sure that you are not having a pop-up that is going to interfere with the load time of your site. You want it to be a little bit delayed either by time or by scroll percentage, and you wanna make sure that it's not obnoxious. Remember that when you have a pop-up that is serving a purpose and is supporting your reader by giving them value, it's not going to be annoying. It's annoying when you are brand new to a site and within one second, there's pop-ups happening in your face and you can't even see the content itself. So don't be obnoxious about it, but be strategic in sharing something of value with your readers. This is also a great time to turn on Grow Spotlight, which is one of the latest features from Mediavine if you are using Grow.me. The Grow Spotlight, basically, as you are scrolling through the website, it will highlight a section of your page where there is a sign-up form right there. And a lot of people have seen really high conversion rates with that enabled. So again, test that out during this season and get some extra subscribers during this season with a really strategic call to action. And then hopefully an email sequence that is going to follow up with that to provide some of your seasonal content or some of your content that really makes sense with the freebie that you are offering. This really becomes the warm-up to your brand and is going to treat this introductory period as kind of a test for your new audience to see whether it is a good fit for them to stick around or not. Another way that you can optimize your website is using Gutenberg blocks to help your content stand out. So this is going to be really important for those tips that you want to share with your reader. Think about the parts of your blog post that you wish every single reader would read first before they comment with a question. Those are the ones that you want to have those stand out with a colored background or look different in some way. And using a reusable Gutenberg block can be a really great way to do that. And if you are doing that, here's an extra little pro tip. Add a note in your recipe card that says to check out the blog post for those tips. If you are using the same color box every single time, tell them to look in the post for the green block with your substitutions or whatever it is that you are doing. You want to train your audience, even if they're brand new to you, where to find this information. And you also can put some of those best tips in your recipe card notes as well. Another way that you can optimize your website is by turning on your jump to recipe button. If you don't use this during the rest of the year, that is totally fine. But during this time when your revenue is already going to be up, your RPMs are already going to be up, it is totally worth turning on that jump to recipe button to create a better user experience for those new readers. And then you can toggle it off later on. Lastly, consider a strategic call to action and put that right above your recipe card in your top blog post. So whether that is that you want them to check out another blog post, you want them to check out your recipe index, subscribe for a freebie, whatever it is, put it right above your recipe card because that is the most important place that someone is going to be looking at during this time. They're going to be trying to find your recipe card. So you want to put this call to action as close to that section as possible. Hey food bloggers, how would you like to end the year with your best quarter four ever? Every year when quarter four rolls around, you might find yourself scrambling to get ahead and actually enjoy some time away from your business for the holidays. Well, this year I have something that is going to help you prepare for the best quarter of the year. Sizzling Summer Camp is a free challenge to cook up your best quarter four yet. Throughout this challenge, you'll be walked step-by-step step through what you need to do to prepare for having a successful quarter to wrap up this year. 
This is going to be action-packed with everything that you need to know and the steps you need to take to make sure this year ends on a high note. I do not skim the surface at all when it comes to sharing the best tips for making sure your content, your website, and your brand is ready for an exciting quarter. All you need to do to join this completely free challenge is head to graceandvinestudios.com summer to sign up. Now, a few of the things that we'll be covering throughout the weeks of this challenge are things like setting your goals for quarter four, making a plan for your content, a DIY website review and audit, raise your RPM and make more money, and a site speed tune-up. These are just some of the things that we'll be covering between the end of July and the beginning of October. We have different ways for you to get accountability throughout this challenge and plenty of reminders to take action so that you will see the results that you're wanting head over to graceandvinestudios.com summer to sign up for the free challenge. And you can also find a link in the show notes. Can't wait to see you there. The next way that you can prepare for quarter four is by starting to check out your website for major issues. So I want you to open your website on your phone in a private browsing window. Pay attention to if it is loading quickly. Do you have multiple pop-ups happening at once? These are things that, yes, we can use tools to track and see how this is going, but we want to do it as a user on your site. When you open up your website on a private browser, it's basically bypassing any caching software that you may have. It's loading it as a fresh user on your site. And so that's going to help you to really pay attention to how things are loading. Then you can go in a little bit further and look to see if your navigation links are all working, if your search bar is working, and start to really focus on the functionality of your website. Something else that's really important to think about during this time is checking out the print function on your recipe card and making sure that that is working. During quarter four, I always have more people printing out my recipes than normal, and you may too. So this is a really great time to make sure that that is still working, and if it does not work, making sure that you get some support in fixing that. Some of these things we have already talked about, but another great way that you can start preparing for quarter four is preparing to maximize your RPM. These are things that you can do all year round, but especially during quarter four, this can be a great way to boost the income that is hopefully already going to be higher than normal. So one thing that you can do is look at increasing your ad density for quarter four. Now this is a total personal preference, but it can be a really strategic way to increase your ad revenue a little bit. Some people will not do this because they find it to be annoying, but I think in general users find any ads, even a single ad to be annoying. So increasing your density isn't going to make them any more mad than they probably already are. And This is just another great way to have a few more views on each of your ads. Again, multiply that by how many new people you're having to your site, and you're going to see a boost in that income right there. You also can look at your top blog posts and then make sure that you have followed some of the best practices for increasing your RPM. So some of the things that you want to look at is making sure that you have long form content. So at least 500 words, but ideally closer to 750 to 1000 words. And I wanted to also share a quote from an article that Mediavine wrote about this because I know that that number of words is often something we get really stuck on. But what Mediavine said in their article was that Google wants longer quality content, not just fluff. So write thorough, useful content to answer the question or search query that brought your readers there. Think of 500 words as the minimum and as long as you need to get the point across and no more. So basically what they're saying with this is there's no magic number of words that we have to have in a blog post for it to be successful. We just want our blog post to have the content that it needs to have. 
However, if you have blog posts that are two to 300 words, definitely add some more words in there because if nothing else, it's going to show more ads in that content, which again is going to maximize your RPM. You also want to make sure you're using short paragraphs. So one to three sentences at most, anything longer than that isn't going to have an ad placed in between. It also is really hard for someone to scroll and read that much content on mobile. So apart from the ad issue, this is just really good user experience. You also want to make sure that you're using lots of vertical images throughout your content. Vertical images are going to take up more space on a mobile device again, and that is going to help the content be longer as well. You also want to make sure that your recipe card is at the end of your blog post. So again, this is the most valuable content that someone is coming to your blog post for. You want to put it at the end of your blog post or as close to the end of your post as possible because people will see more ads as they scroll down to that recipe card. You may also want to consider turning on the ads that show in your recipe card themselves if you do not have those on normally. You do not have to do all of these things, but any combination of doing even just a few of these things is going to help you to maximize your RPM during quarter four. The next thing that you can do to set yourself up for success is scheduling the website work that you need to be done before quarter four. This is something that always gets put off, but can easily be remedied by reaching out sooner rather than later. So whether that is Grace and Vine that you are reaching out to, or you have somebody else who is a support person for your site, reach out to them as soon as possible to get on their schedule. If you already know that it's on your list to get some work done on your website before the end of the year, then I would encourage you to pause this episode right here and email whoever it is that you want to work with, whether that is us or someone else, to get on their schedule. Now, if you've been going through the Sizzling Summer Camp Challenge with us, you have likely found some things that need fixing during the website audit part of this challenge. And if you have not been part of that challenge so far, you can still download our free website audit checklist to find any issues on your site and then decide whether or not you can DIY them or you need to hire some support to help fix those issues. Now, one way that we partner with food bloggers to help with this is through our designer for a day package. It is a six hour package where we tackle your list of website updates from things that are broken all the way to customizing a pre-made theme. This is a great way to get a custom look on a quick timeline and a smaller budget. And then if you are looking to do a more full site redesign, then I would encourage you to reach out now to schedule a call for when I return from my maternity leave in the next few weeks. We have just a few openings left to start at the end of this year, and we'll be opening our January 2023 start dates shortly after I return. Now, the last way that you can prepare for quarter four is to schedule your time off. Now, you need to first think about how much time you want to completely take off from working on your business. This usually ends up being the last few weeks of the year kind of by default, but you might decide that you want to ease more into that and take off more time in the weeks leading up to the holidays. And by deciding that now, you're gonna be able to start preparing for it. Before you know it, you'll be trying to put together your posts for January in the middle of quarter four if you do not start thinking about this now. So this is definitely something to start preparing for and start thinking about so that you're able to make the arrangements that you need. Okay, I know that there was so much in today's episode and I want to encourage you as always to head over to the show notes and you can read through the blog post specifically for this episode so that you can really dive into these action items a little bit more specifically. And like I've mentioned a few times, this is stuff that we are going through in the Sizzling Summer Camp Challenge. So if you want a more action-packed sort of step-by-step approach to how to prepare for quarter four, then make sure you go over and sign up for that at graceandvinestudios.com slash summer. I hope that you guys will take at least one of these tips for 
preparing for quarter four and really getting ahead on that, even though it seems like you might already feel behind with getting started in September, there is still time to prepare for quarter four, especially because October is kind of half in quarter four and half not in terms of, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily see their big boost of traffic till towards the end of November. So you still have time to prepare. You still have time to work through some of these action items. And I hope that you will take action and do just that. Until next week, friends, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.